102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 in the Hoop with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Yeah, but who was that? The Who. I know, but what band was that? Who? Exactly. I see I, what you're doing Enough there. Like, out of you. Is that, a right? new, is that a new bit? I don't do bits. I'm a prop comic. Well, where's my water gun? I can't go on stage without my water gun. Hey, it's going to be uh, nice today. Sunny and a high of 81. Tomorrow, even nicer. Sunny and a high of 86. Perfect night to go out to uh, MGM Free Music Friday tomorrow. 61 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, we're going to have more uh, motocross uh, national tickets to give away at the WIC coming up uh, a week from this weekend. Did we, did we have those all week? Yeah, we do. Oh, how about that? I know. I know. But, yeah, I mean... A lot of people want them, so I figure yeah. if, it's, uh, if they're listening this early, and most of them don't wake up until 9, yeah. then, uh, you know, let them know. Yeah, we go for the later crowd. We feel the dirt bike crowd doesn't get up until after 8.30. Yeah, we're the ones that show up five minutes before closing time. Right, right. That's us. So there's that and some other stuff today, too. It's 537 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, sunny and nice today. High of 81. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 86. It is uh, 61 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash. Uh, Madonna came down with a serious bacterial infection over the weekend that landed her in the ICU for several days. At one point, she was even on a ventilator. That's messed up. A bacterial infection over the weekend? You mean that 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 artist? <laughs> oh. She could have caught it from any number of people. You know, I uh, I saw down in uh, Atlanta the weekend building a house. Get out of here. Well, he wasn't there building the house. He had other people building a house. Uh, pretty bougie place, though. But it was for the weekend. It was for the weekend. During the weekend. During the weekend, for the weekend. He gets weekends off. Yeah. He was, uh, I believe, Loverboy's staying there. He's working for that. Everybody's working, working for, for the, the weekend. weekend. Right. At least, anyway. on that, at least on that project. Uh, Madonna was rushed to a New York hospital after she was found unresponsive. Her daughter, Lourdes, has been with her throughout all of this. Madonna's manager, Gary Osiri, says, quote, Her health is improving, however, she's still under medical care. Full recovery is expected. Madonna was supposed to kick off a world tour in about two weeks, but that is off for now. Hmm. So there you go. She's uh, she's going to be okay. She doesn't look good, I think. She may be healthy. Not looking good. Well, they knew something was wrong when she they found out she was dating a man her own age. Yeah. Clearly, Whoa, there's, there's some sort of mental situation going on here that none of us can explain. What's going on with Madonna? She's going, she's, she's doing the right thing. Well, she's already had mm. everyone who's ever been younger than her. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and, and most ones older than her, too. Sure. Pete Davidson checked himself into a rehab, but he should be getting out pretty soon. He goes regularly for tune-ups and take a mental break due to his PTSD and borderline personality disorder. So rehab, like a mental rehab, or like he? I, 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 I don't know. Well, I guess yeah. At least he's keeping himself in check. I didn't think he'd just go there for tune-ups. You know, they get the you know, they get some of the things just adjusted. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. 
I suppose if you got the money, you can do anything. Yeah, I mean, you can walk in and you can make your own rehab. You go, hey, I'll see you back here next Friday. <laughs> let's, che- work on, let's work on like uh, step 10 through 12 yeah, next week. Yeah, I'll check my, my bottles at the door. My cases. Uh, who would win in the fight? Musk or Zuck- Zuckerberg? America has finally weighed in. You ready? Uh, new poll. Most Americans think Elon Musk takes the victory. 28% to 16%. 17% thinks thinks the odds are even, and 39% aren't sure. I don't, I don't think it's uh, even at all. I think Musk takes him down uh, like in the first round. I don't know. Do you think uh, Zuckerberg's one of them guys who secretly does uh, jujitsu or something like that? No, I don't. I don't. So? No, he doesn't seem to be the type. Okay. And I don't think Musk does either. Right. Now, you throw in Bezos. Bezos is in great shape. Bezos would kick both their asses. Right. And then ship them two days later to the hospital. If I kick your ass now, you'll be at the hospital by Thursday. Yeah, but he'll still charge you 190 bucks to do it. Well, they got to make his money somehow, right? Uh, meanwhile, 43% of Americans say they've heard nothing at all about the potential fight. I really didn't even know about this until yesterday. Is this an actual thing, or is this like one of those so. fantasy this things? This is one of those fantasy things by people who want to see uh, billionaires fight. Because uh, who was the guy that we had in, in here a long time ago who was uh, running all those celebrity boxing matches? Oh, Damon Feldman. Damon Feldman. Yeah. If, yeah. if there's one guy whose touch of magic could put this thing together, it would be Damon. Yeah, but he'd want too much of a cut, and then we'd wind up with Joey Buttafuoco again. I'd say Buttafuoco could handle uh, at least one of those what, guys. Was it, oh, no, it was Amy Buttafuoco and somebody. It was Amy had, Fisher. Amy Fisher. Right. That's right. Who had sex with Joey, Joey Buttafuoco. So Amy Fisher was fighting somebody or she was, it was like a strip club thing. Like they, she was the down, Mardi Gras. She was, yeah, she was down there for the night. I don't know. It's It was so long ago. I've forgotten <laughs> it's almost a distant all memory. Of, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joel McHale. Uh, community fans can rest assured that Donald Glover will be in in the upcoming movie, uh, according to Joel McHale, anyway. He says the uh, the fact that Donald's going to do it, that was the big piece. But I think everyone's coming back. I mean, so far we're pretty good, and I think that will happen. If not then, you know, Donald will be there. It will just be, it'll just be an episode of Atlanta. And as expected, there won't be any surprise cameos from Chevy Chase. Joel sarcastically says, quote, there wasn't any issues at all when we were making the show. Uh, Peacock has yet to confirm uh, Donald's return, and there's no word when the movie's coming out, but filming will begin next summer. Well, thank God. That's so, a long way away. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to do between now and then. Well, they're anticipating next summer, hoping that this writer's strike will be over. Is that kind of what, it, what sure, it's going after? I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah, because I can't imagine why wouldn't you start something sooner, and then I realized, oh yeah, they're still on strike. Yeah, there's no scripts yet. Mm. Uh, Paramount is kicking off uh, 4th of July weekend with a Yellowstone marathon of all five seasons. It starts tomorrow night at 8 p.m. That's it. I'm done. I'll be back on Wednesday. The whole, the whole weekend's booked. Then it'll continue at 11 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday and at noon on Monday and Tuesday. It's a perfect time to catch up before Season 5 returns in November with its final episodes. Then uh, an untitled sequel series without Kevin Costner will premiere sometime in December. All right. Yeah. I should Uh, probably start watching it now. If this is an example, yeah, I I never got into it. 
Yeah, you should start watching it so then when you talk to Michael Landon's daughter, you don't uh, ask her about her dad. She's didn't on that know. show. Didn't know that was off limits. Yeah. Well, it was in the email. Don't talk about her dad. Yeah. Well, listen, and if, you're gonna talk to Mike, you, yeah. if you're going to talk to Michael Landon's kid, mm-hmm. of course you're going to ask Michael, uh, Michael Landon questions. Uh, yeah, but he's dead. And his kid didn't want to be reminded of that. It's like when Hannibal Burst didn't want us asking questions about Bill Cosby. See, well, that, how the hell are we not supposed to that, ask questions? That was a bunch of bull crap. He really should have. Of course he should have. And he should be uh, capitalizing off that now, too. Anyway, Kim Kardashian wore a racy dress to a wedding over the weekend with a floor-length skirt that included an open zigzag design that revealed her upper thighs and briefs. Really? She must have something to say. Oh, my God, the last time I had an open zigzag was when Ray J used his New Jersey meat hook to scrape me more times than a fisherman's knuckle in that <laughs> sex tape you can purchase on Uport for $39.95. Is that, that's not code for anything. That's actually what a fisherman's knuckle looks like. Yeah, it's our matey. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlin? Oh, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, uh, but I once uh, took her to a showing of Return to Goo Lagoon. <laughs> Did you ever see that with Brooke Shields? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, I, I gave her kitty kisses in the swash bucket. <laughs> oh, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is we met at the Harry Grundle Theater to see a finger fiddle performance of the Adele album, Hello from the Other Side. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like, that's good. That's well done. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. The Delaney House has always offered the best of both worlds. An elegant dining room, perfect for any occasion, and the Mick, the best place to enjoy a drink and the ambiance. Panel jeans. And know that I'm covered with eight hours of not sticky, fragrance-free protection. Get your pre-party protection on with Off Clean Feel. SC Johnson. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, you know me. I'm not a particularly big fan of the New York Yankees. I never liked those guys. I never cared for those guys. And I feel great hesitation towards many of their fans. Why the bitterness? Listen... I'm still feeling the effects of when Chili Davis hit that second-inning home run in 1999 against Pedro Martinez in the night he posted 17 strikeouts. I'm still feeling the pain and suffering of that horrible trade that spent Sparky Lyle to the Yankees for that worthless sack of human garbage Danny Cater in 1972. And don't get me started on that whole thing with Bucky Dent or Aaron freaking Boone or that Babe Ruth situation. However, despite my grudges, I'm still gracious enough to acknowledge when a Yankee player deserves an occasional attaboy. In the case of Yankee pitcher Domingo Herman, I would have to be a callous and hostile rat bastard, not to mention the guy becoming only the 24th Major League pitcher in history to toss a perfect game. Nine innings, 99 pitches, nine strikeouts, no hits, no runs, no walks. Absolutely incredible. Of course... It was against the Oakland A's, and they are the worst team in baseball. And while they do have the crappiest attendance in the major leagues, Domingo Herman's masterful performance provided a lifetime of memories for the dozens of people that were left in the stands. But let's not let all of that take away from the fact that Herman slapped the A's around with a perfect game. There hasn't been a perfect game thrown in baseball in nearly a dozen years. Of course, I should point out that Oakland has surrendered more perfect games than any other team in history. There was last night, and then 
Tampa's Dallas Braden threw one in 2010. Catfish Hunter threw one against him in 1968 when he played for the Twins. That's three times that Oakland has been shut out by a perfect game over the last 55 years. But then again, don't let all those richly accurate historical factoids diminish the magnificence of this rare achievement. Perfect games are one of baseball's greatest rarities. That is unless you're a fan of the Oakland A's. Then I'm pretty sure you're probably getting used to it by now. But hey, I'm sure things will be much different in Vegas. But hey, enough of my yappings. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, buy one bag of KT Birdseed, get one free. I'm looking at this deal at the Rocky's printed sales flyer, but you can see it on the Rocky's app or on Rockies.com. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be a nice day today. Sunny and a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 86. It's 61 right now in downtown Springfield. I just uh, I just came from the airport. I uh, had to drop my uh, sister off at the airport this morning. What uh, what time was, was her flight? Uh, it's at 6. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I had to be okay. there at uh, like 4.15, 4.20. Yeah, I was kind of a shock to yeah. see you here so soon. Well, yeah, usually I don't like to show up here until way after everything started. Uh, you know, just so everybody gets comfortable right. before I get here. Well, it's, you know, whether it's in the car or, yeah. uh, you know, in the studio, you, know, you never want to get to work right away. Listen, I, I know how you and uh, Ding Dong down the hall there, you know, need your time by yourselves in the morning in yeah. the building. Uh, I don't want to interrupt that. I want you to get comfortable and be here. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I, I uh, you know, I don't take it uh, any other way, yeah. frankly, because I mean, I, I, I do like easing myself into yeah. this, which is really what I do. There's a lot of you know walking around, uh, making coffee, uh, yeah, that kind of thing. Well, you got to do what you got to do to get get yourself going for the day. TCB. Right? That's what I'm doing. Taking care of business. Every day. So, every way. Uh, you know, it, it was surprisingly busy at uh, at Bradley this morning. Like, there was a, like, I had a hard time getting out of those lanes where everybody was, you know, taking their bags out. Because yeah. it's like double lanes and people just block the lane. They don't care. I just, uh, I cut in front of this cop that was sitting there right next to a no parking sign. I'm like, okay, get out. See you later. <laughs> well, you're not parking. You're stopping. Yeah, but it said, well, oh, yeah, you're right. But I don't know if that was like, it was right before you get to the door, you know, the first set of doors there. Right. Where it's kind of not really a drop-off point because it's got that Jersey barrier thing there. Yeah. So I don't know if I was uh, breaking any laws or anything, but uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was surprisingly busy. But I'm like, wouldn't it be great if I could just fly to wherever I wanted to go, right in my own car? That would be kind of cool. Wouldn't it be? Yeah, it would. Well, it could be soon a thing. One just got approved for testing by the FAA for the first time ever. A company called Aleph is behind it. People are excited because it takes off vertically like a helicopter. Uh, that means you wouldn't need a long stretch of road to use as a runway. You could take off in the middle of a traffic jam, fly past the traffic, then land and keep driving. Yeah, but if, what if everybody's doing that? Then you're getting a traffic jam in the air. Yeah, what happens when you get a yeah, traffic jam in the air? I don't know. It looks like a car, too. So it's not just a helicopter that they're calling a car. Uh, they unveiled their Model A prototype last fall, and they've been taking pre-orders. They're expected to cost $300,000. Oh. Which uh, is nothing. Will they accept my trade-in? 
Will I get a good? Uh, will I get top value for for what you were bringing them a radio flyer? <laughs> you're trading right. it in for a new no, car. You're gonna give them the station van. Oh yeah, we'll give you six bucks for that. I'll take it. All right. Uh, even with that price tag, a bunch of people have already put down deposits. You can get in line for $150 or skip the line and just uh, join their priority queue for $1,500. Now, uh, does this thing have like a like a towing capacity? Could they uh, kind of put like a trailer behind it? I don't think so. It looks very, very light. Do you, are, have you seen the picture? Are you yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at it. It, uh, it might be a while before we see them on the roads, though, or above the roads, if you will. They're only approved for test flights right now, so the FAA gets to decide when and where those tests uh, will happen. Can you imagine going to, like, a dealership, and uh, they're selling, like, uh, you know, these flying cars? Yeah. What do I got to do to get you into this $300,000 flying vehicle? I don't know. Maybe give me $300,000 to buy it. Yeah, because uh, that would be helpful yeah. to afford something like this. And, wh- and what kind of loan do you get on a $300,000 loan? Well, you get uh, 2.8% uh, APR. <laughs> Everyone flies at Leah Toyota of uh, Wilbraham. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Everyone flies <laughs> yeah, over let, there, right? Let John Kupek yeah. get you into that thing hey, today. Hey, my good buddy John Kupek, the general manager, got <laughs> me into my helicopter. He can get you into yours. What do I got to do to get you into this helicopter today? Huh, kid? Ah, let's go. Um, but uh, it would be, I, I I really would like to see this become a thing. You know, I, uh, I'm i uh, like a, an enormous fan of the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like uh, the Jetsons had it going on, man, between right. Rosie and uh, that hot little thing, Judy. Um, the thing is, she was a teenager, She, but she grew. She got older in the final seasons. I mean, you know, she eventually, you know. Was she an adult in the final seasons of she, the Jets? Wasn't she like uh, 17, 18 years old? Go on. Anyway, my point is this. As cool as it would be to have, like, flying vehicles. Yeah. These are still vehicles that are in the air. We can't handle being on the ground and drive correctly. I got to believe that putting us in the in the sky isn't going to be any better because everyone's going to wind up driving like a dink when they think, uh, well, yeah, I can, uh, there's no roads to hold me back. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the kind of thing I'm worried about. It would uh, it would be another uh, thing that I would have to add uh, for the curriculum of the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge to make sure that you always have your tail number on the back end of your, uh, your helicopter car. Sure. So you can be easily identified. That way you won't be uh, pulled over by the sky police. Yes, because yeah. because what happens when you're pulled over by the sky police? You can't just you know pull over. No, uh, you got to land. And he'll be like, "Well, who's this sky pilot here?" Oh, sky pilot! Ooh, oh, yeah. Jesus! I wish I had that. That's up. all right. We don't need to. We don't need to. Are you it. sure? Because it's such a great song by the Animals. Do you really like it? No. Oh yeah, I was gonna say it's a horrible song. I don't know why you would say that it was a good song. But either way, uh, it would be nice to just uh, you know I could be here to work every day in like 15 minutes steve what no you wouldn't yes i would it'd still be well you'd still be cutting it close every single well, day that's okay that's okay i just be- the boys as they stand in line the smell of gun grease and their bayonets they shine He's there to help them. Oh, I can't even listen to it. it it's like, uh, it's, it's so flat and awful. Anyway, uh, yeah, 
What were you saying? I said I could get here in 15 minutes, and then you said, yeah, you know what? You'd still be cutting it close, you <laughs> dummy. Um, you didn't say dummy, but I knew what you meant. Yeah, you know what I was getting at. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, we could we could make this work. It would have to be like this elaborate thing that they'd have to make all these rules for. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how you – how did that how did that start with the cars? Like how long after cars were invented did we start saying, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't just have these things just rolling through the middle of intersections. We need to, we need to do something about this. Well, my understanding of the early days of automotive traffic is yeah. that loads of people were getting run over by these cars. Oh, really? Yeah, because people didn't know what a car... People weren't really thinking that there were cars on the road because there really weren't that many of them. Yeah. And they'd walk across the street because, you know, they never thought of looking both ways, right? Right. And they get uh, they get plowed over. Yeah. A lot of fatalities that way. That's Until li- you had rules of the road and, you know, insurance companies and... Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, how long after the invention of the, of the vehicle did we 38 start- and a half days. Is that what it was? I have no idea, Steve. I'm just guessing. Well, it would be interesting to know this information. It would be, but yeah. When you're talking about flying vehicles, though, yeah, how do we get past all the problems that that's going to cause? Because you got to have rules, got to have laws. Can't be up, can't be up in the uh, you like above Bernie Avenue, yeah, and uh, and drag flying. Yeah, you don't want to do, do that. that. And somebody just pointed out, will there be any rotaries messing up the skies? I'm like, yes, they're going to move that East Longmeadow one right up into the sky. And then you can try to figure out which direction you got to fly in to get to Maple or, yeah, uh, or Shake a Road. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Any one of those places. Because so. I think without roads that you know guide you in a particular direction, Yeah. Uh, I'm not so sure that people are designed to direct themselves without yeah, roads. you got to remember, it, most of this stuff is going to be autopilot anyway. W- with all this technology and AI taking over things, I'm sure it would be, it would have to be. Because otherwise, you, 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 what you're saying, you yeah. wouldn't be able to qualify every single person to get in a car to be a pilot of one of these things. You know, make them uh, self-flying. I mean, I can barely get to work on a foggy day. Well, you wouldn't be able to fly on a foggy day. Well, I mean, I got places to go. Yeah. Got priorities. I got, I got, I got work to get to. I think this is doable. You do? Yeah. And if I had $300,000, I'd buy one. It's probably doable, but not without a lot of growing pains between uh, now and then. Like a yeah. lot of fatalities up in the air. Okay. Well, I'll maybe wait until like after the first 10 years of these things being in use and then buy one. And how are you going to direct air traffic on airplanes? Well, you wouldn't have these things going up as high as airplanes. Yeah, but planes have got to land. They got to go down in uh, an altitude to get back to the airport. Ah, Those those aren't going away. So you make a no-fly zone around the airport. Come on, Bags, you're not thinking uh, the the, the right way about this. No, I just know there are plenty of dopes out there that would ignore the the (laughs) flight restrictions like that. Well, I'm sure there are. uh, There's plenty of dopes who, like you said, order uh, already violate the road rules every single day. You know what? I would also want to know whether there'll be uh, like drive-through windows that we can use too, so we can eat up there while we're driving. Yeah, or maybe, maybe there'll be cops out there who leave their helicopters uh, with the keys in it while they go in and get some grinders at a pizza shop. <laughs> and then, and then they, all of a sudden, and then they ver- uh, verbally yeah. abuse two Utes. Yeah, and all of a sudden these little birdies are uh, taking the. 
taking the taking the little helicopter away. It's six twenty four with Bax and Nagel on Rock one oh two. Mezcal is for sipping. Take a sip of Mezcal, then bite into the orange slice dusted with spicy sal de gusano. Six with Bax and Nagel on Rock one oh two. Uh, Dan Brown can give you the uh, the forecast uh, coming up in a minute. Do you have any uh, promotional thing you have to talk about here? Uh, well, I should probably uh, tell you that uh, you and the road crew are going to be out tomorrow night uh, at the MGM Plaza. Free Music Friday continues uh, this summer all season long. Jesus Pagan uh, will be there with a uh, with the Isukesta uh, Isu Orchestra. Uh, they'll be performing one of these days. Maybe by tomorrow, I'll actually be able to pronounce this, and I do apologize for that. The Plaza Bar be open every free music Friday, offering uh, summer cocktails, beer, and non-alcoholic beverages. Stop by the TGIF Square where you'll find uh, White Lion Wild Dandelion Beer, the new Shot Shed, serving summer offerings from uh, local distillers, Top Golf Swing, Sweeten Bar, and Indian Motorcycle. Uh, Tap Sports Bar also being open before and after the concerts as well as uh, at the uh, at the patio. Where you can buy drinks on the go. I like that idea. Yeah. Drinks on the go. So that's uh, tomorrow night, this Friday, 7 to 9, at the Plaza MGM Springfield from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. All right. You want to laugh? I do. Let's laugh. It's Bex and Nagel's Joke of the Day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh? Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. What's the one thing you should never say at your boss's funeral? The one thing I should never say at my boss's funeral? I don't know. Well, who's thinking outside the box now, Buster, huh? You see? Because you're outside the, the box of the casket. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that's insensitive. Insensitive, but probably, prob- probably justified. <laughs> Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your... 631. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Uh, I'm trying to get... This stupid thing doesn't load for some reason in the morning. You're talking about the computer, right? Am I? Or am <laughs> yeah. I talking about something else that won't load around here, if you know I what I'm saying? I don't know. I've, uh, I've heard you mention that double-edged sword before. Uh, oh, yeah, I have. Um, you know what? Uh, let's see. Okay, well, here's here's another important story. The Holyoke Police are asking for the public's help in locating a missing 13-year-old boy. According to the Holyoke Police Department, 13-year-old Jeremiah J. Boyd has been missing since Tuesday, June 19th, and was last seen wearing Nike Tech gray zip-up sweater and black basketball shorts and white Nike Uptown sneakers. Uh, Holyoke Police Department says he was last seen on in Holyoke on Friday, June 23rd. The missing juvenile is 5'5", with curly dark hair and brown eyes. If anyone has any information on his whereabouts, you're asked to call the Holyoke Police Department. Um, a populated marina in South Hadley is prohibiting certain types of watercraft. Brunel's Marina and the Lady Bee will no longer allow jet skis to be launched or retrieved from the ramps. This comes after a jet skier's body was found in the Connecticut River last month. Brunel's made the announcement on their Facebook page uh, Wednesday afternoon. Uh, 22 News confirmed with the marina that this boat does not deny boats from accessing the ramps. Uh, they spoke with uh, locals about the change, and uh, one said, eh, just too fast for the amount of space that it's on the on this river here. Too many people getting hurt. Well, you know, that's, uh, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because... <laughs> I mean, you've been on a, on a on a like a like a jet ski before, right? You're yeah. ever, ever done that? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan. They're fun, but you know, if you want to stop, yeah, you really need to know what you're doing. 
So you don't want to be, you know, crashing into other vehicles, other boats, other jet skis. Yeah, you don't you have to like turn it a certain way when you slow yeah. down or whatever. But you got to be able to slow down, and you can't yeah. uh, be driving those things like a dope on the river. I've seen people drive them like dopes on rivers. Yeah, and a lot lakes. of times they drive those things all all loaded and cocked. And lakes and oceans. Oh yeah, and things like that. Uh, according to the U.S. Coast Guard, personal watercraft are involved in 30% of boating accidents. Mass.gov says if you're riding a jet ski, you got to be 16 years or older, ride between sunrise and sunset, and avoid crowded areas, which is very hard to do at Brunel's Marina. That's probably why they don't want you doing it. Can't say I blame them. Uh, there were several photos received in the 22 newsroom uh, and video of a lamprey found in the Connecticut River. A lamprey? A sea lamprey is an eel-like fish that does not have a jaw, scales, paired fins, or bones. They have one nostril between the eyes and seven pairs of poor-like gill openings. It's like uh, aliens. It's like a freak. Lamprey can grow more than two feet long. According to Mass Wildlife, after two years at sea, the adults swim to fresh water in the spring and spawn in July. Oh, they're coming up here to get some. In the Connecticut River? Good luck with that. Well, they like dirty water. Come here, you dirty girl. Come <laughs> here. Have you been swimming around in that sewage? Mmm. That's my Bondi's Island Bonita. Mmm. Yeah. What's a lamprey like you doing in a crap hole like this? Yeah. <laughs> hey, guess what? It's almost July. I'm ready to spawn. <laughs> Uh, records. Yeah, you meant to imagine the the lamprey making its move. You know, yeah. you, you growing a mustache. Yeah. Uh, you know, wearing the right clothes. Yeah, with a little smoking jacket, right? <laughs> hey, baby. That's right. I mean, uh, like, like even if uh, the lamprey goes up to like Bondi's Island in West Springfield, that must be like their Geraldines. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> or the Mingles. I don't know. Mingles, but maybe the Mingles. Mingles. Yeah, maybe. I think there was a little more disease going around there than there was at the. Yeah, uh, but the, but the Wrinkle Ranch had its reputation. Yeah, well, I think the Wrinkle Ranch would uh, on the Connecticut River would probably be that new pumping station that's uh, being built over there. Now that would be the great name of a pickup club, yeah. the pumping station, and then have letters on the side of it that's misspell lounge, louange. <laughs> that's what they should do. Is you yeah. remember, remember that guy was selling the sign? He was selling the awning for Geraldine's. Yeah. He, the guy had it in his backyard or whatever. I don't know. I but don't no know. one knew where the long the long you. No, uh, no one knew where that went to. No, no one knew where it went to. Nor no one knew why it was like that. We never got a straight answer of why lounge was misspelled on the side of that building. You, I, yeah. I always thought that was weird. To me, just that sign alone should have been uh, designated as an historical landmark. Absolutely. Yeah. How hey. many? How many people went in and out of that place to go in and out hey. of that place? Hey, by the way, that that Kenny Rogers roaster sign, it's not up yet. Yeah. But, but uh, the the electric guy that I have doing this stuff added more lights on the inside of it. Oh God. So now it's even brighter than it was before. <laughs> And uh, it's it, got to really mess up your rods and cones. It's got a motion sensor on it. So when you drive in the driveway, it's going to light up for you. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. What happens when an animal walks by? That's Almost, exactly what's going to happen. That thing's awesome. going to go off. You got to get one of them, uh, them, them tree cameras. So when you see a, a, like an animal oh, yeah, suddenly yeah. blast up the lights, you can well, see what's going on. Well, I, I, you know, I was away over the weekend. I didn't realize he was, he must've been at the house over the, over the weekend. And uh, he, 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 because I just noticed it driving driving 
up the driveway last night, the thing turned on. <laughs> and I'm like, this is pretty cool. This is very bright. It's much brighter than I anticipated. So you're going to hang this like right, right on the outside of the entrance of the barn? No, on the garage. I have a garage. I have a, oh, okay. like, like a, it's a small two-car garage, you know, like a... It's just like it's got. A it's little, a two car garage with a fifteen foot sign. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, it is. That's totally yeah. badass. Well, once it gets up there, you got to get it up there. I think we're still trying to figure out how we're going to do that. Oh, that's got to be a, like a community project. That's like a like a barn raising. You, you in do. Huntington. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you call all these rednecks over and they all show up and uh, we put it together. You know. Um, yeah, the bar, yeah, like a, like a like a like a Mennonite barn raising. Yeah, come on over. We're raising a Kenny Rogers roaster sign today. Are you are you purchasing beers there, Steve? Yeah. I'll be there in fifteen minutes. Well, uh, in a place like Huntington, the, the Keystone Ice Truck always shows up. Of course somewhere. it does. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, come on. We heard you. Were, we heard you were doing a good old fashioned Kenny Rogers roaster sign raising. Haven't been to one of those in a long time. A very long time. The last time it was the guy with the Roy Rogers thing up on uh, up on 66. <laughs> Remember that time we hoisted that Jim Dandy sign? Oh man, that was the that was that was a, that was a, that hell, was a hell of a, of a day. Uh, speaking of waterways, we're back onto that. The Hampton the Hampton Ponds State Park in Westfield is scheduled to be closed today due to invasive aquatic species. According to a news release from the Department of Conservation and Recreation, officials will be working to control the invasive aquatic species. Uh, today, the DCR will use a chemical herbicide to get rid of the plant species. DCR spokesman Elise Wolberg said the uh, pond will be closed all day today to swimming, boating, and fishing during the treatment. The chemical herbicide is specifically for removing curly leaf pondweed, uh, Eurasian water milfoil, and variable water milfoil. Uh, this procedure is nothing new for the DCR, so don't freak out about it. Okay. Water milfoil herbicide. Hmm. I'm looking at that stuff now. So that gets everywhere, right? Yeah. All right. That's crazy, man. I've never even, I've never even heard of that. But, I've never heard of that either. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I mean, I know there are certain, you know, plants. There's even some, you know, fish that can overpopulate a body of water. Bad stuff like, uh, like what are they called? Bullheads? Like bullhead uh, fish or snakes? Guess, yeah, I'm not sure. They'll eat everything in a in a in a pond or a lake. Really? Oh yeah, They're, and they populate very quickly. I always uh, worry about that brain eating amoeba that you hear about all the time. You know, yeah, that stuff that you can get in your if it gets into your skin. Well, it gets into your nose. Nose, yeah. That's and what it you do. Eating your brain away. That's right. Yeah. So you never want to pick your nose in a dirty place or a dirty uh, pond. Yeah. Don't pick your nose in Hampton ponds. The uh, three uh, three New York men were arrested Wednesday following a two car uh, following two car chases in New Hampshire and Greenfield after an alleged armed robbery incident, according to Keene, New Hampshire police. Officers were called to a Home Depot on Ashbrook Road in Keene around 8:39 a.m. for a report of theft of merchandise. The suspect allegedly entered the store with bags and filled them with items on the shelves. Witnesses told police the suspects were allegedly wearing face masks and had visible firearms on them. The suspects left the store in a Chevy Malibu with a New York license plate heading westbound on Route 9 towards Chesterfield. Officers located the vehicle on Route 9, and a car chase began through New Hampshire and Vermont at speeds up to 100 miles an hour before the chase was eventually called off. Wow. These are all, like, pretty windy country roads getting in out of there, aren't uh, they? Yeah. At uh, 100 miles an hour, that almost seems impossible. A bolo was issued to surrounding police departments. 
that thing that Boy Scouts wear around their kerchiefs? No, it's a be on the lookout. Oh, 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 oh. Around 9.29 a.m., Massachusetts State Police located the vehicle on I-91 South at mile marker 49 in Greenfield. The suspects refused to stop, and a second chase began. The suspects drove uh, at speeds greater than 100 miles an hour. Uh, troopers placed the uh, tire deflation devices across I-91 South, which was hit by the suspect's vehicle. The vehicle got off the highway at exit 44 and headed towards Route 2 westbound to Coleraine in Greenfield. This is quite the uh, quite the day. I know. I listen. I I know that exact route. That that is ve- once you get off that road, or you're not going 100 miles an hour, not unless you're criminally insane. The uh, vehicle was found by police on Duran Drive around 9:35 near Greenfield Community College. Witnesses told troopers that the suspects ran away. A perimeter was established, and three canine units were called in for the suspects. As a precaution, schools in the area were put on immediate shelter in place. What schools are open now? Oh, they're probably camps and stuff camps like that. Camps or summer sessions or whatever. Officers from Greenfield, Deerfield, and Irving in the Franklin County Sheriff's Department, so six people, along with a drone operated by Greenfield Fire, also searched the surrounding area. At 10.26 a.m., one of the suspects was located in the woods and was arrested. The other two suspects were found in the woods around 10.30 and were also arrested. Mm. Uh, State Police uh, spokesman Dave Procopio said one of the newest additions uh, to the State Police canine team, SIG, was uh, the first to track the scent of the objects. Well, if he's smoking all those SIGs, how is he smoking the... How do you distinct the difference? Yeah, doesn't it dull your senses, like yeah. taste and smell? Yeah. This was Sig's first hand following his uh, training being completed on uh, May 31st. After he was done, was he given Siggy pudding? He loves uh, give us some Siggy pudding. And a cup of good cheer. Yeah. He's yeah. also getting Siggy with it. Yes, he would be. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast is going to be sunny today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 86. It is 61 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock at 651 and free with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and 81 today, sunny and 86 tomorrow at 61 in downtown Springfield. You know, uh, you and I just uh, designed a whole show with him uh, <laughs> and that whole All Right Now song. Yeah, having just like uh, simple conversations be- between the two of us and we're like, what are we wasting this here for? Yeah. We can be talking about this you know, uh, at uh, regular intervals throughout the show. And then well, the whole show is planned, so we're all good. Wings, we love them, and we're going to be celebrating our favorite finger food at the Wing Thing again Sunday, August 13th, brought to you by Aquapump and Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. Come and spend the afternoon at the beautiful Barney Estate and Forest Park as we chow down on wings, boneless, bone, bone-in, breaded, unbreaded, raw, uh, not raw, but uh, you know what I mean, yeah. uh, hors d'oeuvres, adult beverages for sale, yard games, live music from a Double Dose of Dave. Uh, er, yes, early bird uh, early bird tickets are on sale now at rock102.com. Only 20 bucks. You can buy yours now before the price goes up on July 10th. The uh, wing thing, tossed and sauced by Log Rolling Catering, Northeast Organic Life Hydroponics, Sunday, August 13th at the Barney Estate in Forest Park from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. You know, last year I must have had about three pounds of those uh, garlic parmesan ones. Oh, my God, so yes. so freaking good. The, they were uh, good. The boneless ones. Oh, man, good stuff. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, you remember her? I do. Yeah, she's been branded by inmates as the, quote, prison Karen after making huge <laughs> 400 reported complaints about time inside, including not having any black hair dye. The convicted sex trafficker was arrested in July of 2020 and charged with luring young girls to be abused by her former lover, financier uh, Jeffrey Epstein. She was convicted on five counts, including trafficking of a minor and was sentenced to 20 years in jail. 
But now it's being reported that Maxwell has been complaining about a number of things in jail, such as vegan food options, allergenic pillows, and delayed legal calls. Okay. Um, I can understand being uh, very upset about uh, the no black hair dye. I mean, you know, going through transitional colors is not uh, is not simple. It's not no. a long process and sometimes uh, embarrassing. But uh, hyperallergenic pillows... Well, I, mean, I don't even know if that was ever an option in any prison I'm sure in the, America. The air is moldy in the uh, FCI Tallahassee low security prison she's in in, in uh, Florida. She's a, She feels like she's been given unfair treatment. Mm. She's also reportedly accused a laundry lady in the prison of being rude and launched several grievances towards others within the facility. An insider told the mail, Max is the prison Karen. She can file a grievance over anything. She has 400 of them. She complains about the food, the bedding, and when they cancel Temple because of bad weather or are late setting up her legal calls. The latest battle is over hair dye. Maxwell hates her gray showing through, and she's filed a grievance because they don't sell it anymore. I didn't know they offered that at the uh, prison. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Commissary. No, this, uh, this cruel and unusual punishment. Uh, could you make the argument that... Uh, you know, trafficking young girls to have sex with really creepy old men yeah. is also kind of an abuse. Yeah, sending other young girls that you've uh, coerced into doing those things and, and grooming other young girls to yeah. bring them back to you. I'm so yeah. sorry to hear she's having such a rough time. Yeah, I'm sorry you don't get your L'Oreal treatment. <laughs> Why, it's enough to almost want to hang yourself in prison. Uh, in the first interview following her conviction nearly three years ago, she spoke from the uh, Metropolitan Detention Center in New York. The former socialite claimed a fellow inmate had plotted to murder her as she slept in her prison bed. Yeah, you know why? Because you won't shut up about the hair dye. Because you're always about the complaints with the yip-yap and the flapping gums. There was Lighten a, up, lady. There was a woman who made a threat to act in a plan to murder me as I was sleeping. That is real. That happened. Oh, Gee, let me just remember, is that the same threat that you gave the young girl that you coerced into having sex with old men? Uh, the threat that you gave them if they left and told anybody that that's what happened to them? Oh, yeah, well. I really yeah. don't feel bad for this lady at do all. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Jails are not safe spaces, <laughs> and neither is Jeffrey Epstein's house. <laughs> Dumb broad. <laughs> Seriously. And now I'm expected to eat a diet that is non-vegan. Yeah, this is an outrage. Wait, what kind? Of, what kind of? You gotta have a lot of gall to complain about stuff. Listen, you're lucky you get more of a plate of gruel, and that's it. Yeah, uh, she she imagined this. Uh, let's see. Um, she was so hungry that I ate the only thing I had, Vaseline. Ooh, Ooh, Jesus, that's hungry. She don't use jelly. <laughs> she don't. Was it the uh, flaming lips, right? <laughs> she uses Vaseline. She Vaseline. <laughs> it's six fifty six with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. Live in. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as a grown-ass man of no better than average height, I must tell you that I wouldn't have minded a few more inches here and there during my explosively pubescent years. Instead, I got saddled with a stunted period of growth that caused me to max out at exactly 5 feet 9 inches tall. At least that's what I tell everybody. 
However, that measurement has been largely accurate since 1983 with very little variation, which brings me to my point. How has it been so difficult to come up with a definitive consensus on the exact height of the w, uh, of the NBA's number one draft pick, Victor Wembayama of the San Antonio Spurs? For the last several weeks, there's been a wide range of discrepancies about how tall this kid actually is. When he was drafted last week, his height was listed anywhere between 7'2 to 7'5. That's the difference of a full three inches. If I suddenly had three more inches, I think people would notice. I also like to think that those who have measured Victor Wambayama have done so using standard measuring tools. Since the kid is French, he's largely been measured using the metric system. And since Americans have no idea how to employ simple metric conversion to standard measurements, his actual height has been largely unclear. Yesterday, however, the San Antonio Spurs revealed that Victor's actual height is 7 feet 3.5 inches tall, making him the second tallest pituitary case in the league, only behind Boban Majenovic of the Rockets with staying taller at 7 foot 5. And yet Victor still looks better or bigger than every other 7 footer in the league. And he's only 19 years old, which means that technically speaking, he could continue to grow even though most men stop growing at the age of 16. Now why am I telling you this? Because if there are questions remaining about a young man's height based upon two entirely different standards of measurement, then perhaps it is time for the NBA to invest in better measuring equipment. Yardsticks, rulers, tape measures, gauge blocks, calipers, laser-guided measuring devices, wheel measures, or what have you. To me, NBA teams should already know about these things. But if they do not, then might I suggest the good people and rock-solid service at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. Speaking of which, Rockies not only has the best grills, Weber grills, Traeger wood pellet fire grills, the big green egg, Udi pizza ovens, and the Blackstone outdoor griddles. Rockies have got all the grilling gear and fuel up your grilling game with Rockies Ace Hardware, your grilling destination. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rocking Fields Classic Rock at 710 in Aerosmith. Oh, I'm back to Nagel on Rock 102. I'm just whistling my Steven Tyler. Uh, it's going to be sunny today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, uh, more of the same with a high of 86 at 61 right now in downtown uh, Springfield. I um, was watching, I don't even know what I was watching. I think I was watching a, maybe a YouTube video. And I see this ad come across for uh, for a, a drug, a medication. Okay. And, and you see those all the time. And, and you know how they like... This is what, what what amazes me about drug companies and how they advertise to people. You have a drug that you need to put out there. This one is called uh, what the heck is it called? Agorovix. Okay. It's it's a medication for advanced prostate cancer. Okay. And it's like a. I, I'm just gonna play it for you here. Do you have the uh, the audio on the? Uh, I got it. Here? You've got advanced prostate cancer, but you're not waiting around. You want the facts about Agorovix for advanced prostate cancer. Fact, it's a pill, not an injection. All right, so it's they show this guy who's like a blues singer in a club or, or something like that, right? Okay, and he's then got that, the prostate blues. Yeah. So then he's well, I guess so. And then he's playing he's playing the music in the background the entire time. And then listen to all of the side effects that go along with this medication. 
Fact, 97% of men lowered their testosterone to gold and kept it there. Fact, it lowered PSA levels on average 92% okay. This is the, the good part. Months. Okay. Do not take Orgovix if you have had a severe allergic reaction to Relagolix or any of its ingredients. Stop taking Orgovix and get medical help right away if you have signs of an allergic reaction. Orgovix may cause serious side effects, including a heart condition called QT prolongation. Tell your doctor right away if you feel dizzy, faint, have a racing or pounding heart or chest pain. Orgovix can cause harm to an unborn baby or miscarriage. The most common side effects include hot flushes, increased blood sugar and blood fat levels, muscle and joint pain, decreased blood hemoglobin levels, increased liver enzymes, tiredness, constipation, and diarrhea. <laughs> Other side effects include weight gain, decreased sex drive, and erectile function problems. Orgovix may cause infertility. That's your doctor. Go with a Govix. <laughs> yeah, like, why would no, you go well, with that? I gotta sign myself up for that. That I, sounds pretty damn good. It's like, you know, those are some pretty serious, like, uh, sounding side effects. And I know they have to, like, put them in there. That's, like, the requirement, uh, I believe, by the Federal Trade Commission. Right. They make them put those in there. They can't, they can't necessarily tell you what it does. Right. But they can tell you what it'll do to you if you take it. But those side effects sound a hell of a lot worse than having prostate cancer. Well, I don't... <laughs> Remember the... Um, I think it was Jardians that uh that was the same you know kind of thing yeah they yeah. they they listed all the side effects and one of them was uh <laughs> infection of the perineum well yeah 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 i'm off the table yeah that's it i don't care how sick i may be <laughs> or how you, desperately i need your audience you're speaking of the grundle gangrene <laughs> The last thing I yeah. want is a tainted taint. Yeah, <laughs> I want that. I want that real estate clean. I just, uh, it's. I, I. Why would you want to even take a drug after hearing all of those things? In it? <laughs> it's, there's a there's a great part of the movie, uh, Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll, with Eric Bogosian, and it's basically like a one man show, and he's doing right. all these little. Uh, these little mini plays in this in the show, and one of them is he's a doctor and he's doing the same exact thing. Like this this guy is very very sick and he he needs to take this medication and if he doesn't he's going to die. And here's the list of the side effects. It's like uh like a seven or eight minute long bit, mm-hmm. and the list of side effects is six minutes long. And it's just like it's one ridiculous horrible more. thing after another. It's almost like, you know what? I would almost rather die yeah. than go ahead but, and, and put myself through the punishment of this. And, uh, you know, I lightheartedly make that joke about the, you know, it's better to have, you know, prostate cancer. It's not. It's not. At all. I'm just, you know, pointing out how ridiculously severe, like, the side effects could be from what the actual disease it's trying to treat yeah but on the other hand Mm -hmm. just because there's a list of side effects doesn't mean that you're going to no no experience these side effects some people you know take these medications and they they feel nothing and and i always i know that that is the ultimate the extreme of what somebody could experience from these things and again they're required by the ftc to include those in their ads in order to put the ads on, but man, what uh it's just not so appealing just to hear all that stuff. Like <laughs> it sounds like the heart racing. Yeah. Uh, hey, if your heart's racing, you should call your doctor immediately. How about calling an ambulance? Well, the thing that I have never understood, and they all do this. If you have an allergic reaction uh to our medication, stop taking the medication. Yeah. Or you know, if you're allergic to the medication, stop taking it. Well, how I am mean, I supposed to know I'm allergic to it unless I've Taking it. 
Oh, you'll know when your what'd you say your perineum starts yeah, you, to when, when your perineum starts yeah. to, to to slough away. Yeah, when it starts to drip down. Oh my god. Um, I remember uh, years ago we you guys interviewed this guy from a pharmaceutical company that was selling this drug Ally. Oh it was yeah, like a fat blocker thing. Yes. And I thought the 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 most ridiculous thing that he said was because it it caused. Uh, AOL, which was uh, oil leakage from from the A, right? yeah, right, and uh, and he, and I think you asked, you know, what what is that all about? You know, that seems like a pretty severe side effect. And his solution was, they advise people taking Ally to wear dark pants. <laughs> So when you soil yourself, you, it, it might not it be. Might, yeah, right. It won't show as yeah. much. Yeah. But then, didn't you Where's some that, brown tough skins or did, something? Didn't you see that uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where he had the leakage on the seat? <laughs> you still get the leakage. Yeah, it might not be the color coming through the pants, but uh, it's still know, leakage. It's still leakage. But uh, it's like, why would anybody want to take one of these drugs knowing that that's what the side effect is? Well, again, yeah. you, you got to take. You, you got to compare the risk. Of uh, of being sick without it, right? Or taking or or experiencing some of these things, yeah. like the, the you know the big the big drug now is uh, Ozempic and Wegovy yeah. and all these other uh, you know appetite suppressing uh, medications that are designed for people with initially are designed for people with uh, with uh, with diabetes, but the side effects of that are you know a, a lot of people are afraid to take it because of its you know nausea and. Uh, yeah. Sulfur burps, uh, gas. Ooh, oh, yeah, sound delicious. They do sound good, but you know, it's it's very controversial because one, it's very expensive, and a lot yeah. of uh, you know, a lot of people are afraid to take it for just that reason. But you know, as I understand it, not everybody experiences those kinds of side effects, and yeah, people actually have benefit benefited because of them. Yes, they've benefited from them, but uh, the I feel bad for the ones that have to deal with those yeah. uh, horrible side effects. I mean, I could probably handle a little bit of nausea. Yeah, but that thing with the leakage or yeah. the perineum, you know, at that, that the, the, you know, the risk, is, the side by side risk analysis says to me, you know, maybe there must be another way. Well, but but even with this one, with the with the heart issues, that that's <laughs> like one of the scariest things to me to have like a like a any kind of medical like emergency. Uh, that would require an, a visit to an emergency room. That's like it, yeah. that's like real. That's anxiety building to have like a heart thing going on because that's like oh man, if your heart goes, whoosh, that's it. You know. Well, uh, again, um, just because I know. they're on the list. Actually, what do they? I think what they do is is they illegally have to add every possible side effect that has ever been reported. Right. And also the ones that are suspected to have some sort of uh, relationship. Yeah. So, you know, so they cover themselves completely. Because otherwise, if let's just say you're uh, you're taking your Jardians or this stuff and all these horrible things happen to, happen to you or, yeah. or things happen to you that are not on the list. Well, you got yourself a potential uh, lawsuit on your hands. Yeah, that's true, too. I'm lucky. I've never had any uh, major side effects from any kind of medication I've ever taken. I've had, uh, you know, I mean, I take, uh, I take, uh, you know, like <laughs> more pills than you'd find at a Walgreens. But uh, I've only had a couple what? of really weird side effects from medication. I'm sorry. I'm just picturing your like kitchen table with the 
the pill box that says morning, noon, and eve on it. And, yeah. Uh, all the pill. And then uh, once a week, you sit, you and Jenny sit down and you go through the pills and you. I'm painting a perfectly good picture here, aren't and, I? And yeah. accurate. You ever, you ever go to the, uh, the M&M store in yeah. New York and it's a big, giant yeah. tube of, right, of right. M&Ms? That's what your house looks yeah. like? That's what my medicine cabinet yeah, looked like. Like, like, like a, what, a, what do they call it? A Apocathery? Apocathery, yeah. exactly With all these pills in it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So um, there's only been a couple of times where I've had like uh, some mood issues where yeah. I became... Uh, insufferably awful yeah. and then uh, there was also one where i was like uh, my everything hurt like yeah. joints and everything and i had to uh, get off of that pretty quick other and than that i've been pretty lucky and did that happen on pill fill day and then like you after the episode you're like wait a minute did i take eve or did i <laughs> did i not fill it like what, what what's <laughs> going on here and then she's like i don't know i yeah. didn't see you take anything it is a process i will I will admit that, and I also like some pill, pills I take in the morning and at, at the night, yeah. and so I have to, you know, thank God they have the labels dumbed down to you now. So there's a there's like a little X by the sun and a little X by the moon. Oh, and there that's you how go. You that's, figure that's, out how to do it. That's how you know. That's how you know. See, you figure everything out. Absolutely. Don't you? It's <laughs> seven twenty one with Bax and Nagel and Rock one hundred two. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 727 and the Eagles with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 86 at 61 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Baxi's musical podcast this week, uh, a lot going on. You can check that out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and rock102.com. This week, uh, my guest has been Jess Cowan, excellent uh, up-and-coming artist, brand new record called Inc. And then today, a very special uh, episode with uh, Billy Tibbles, the young guy who just released an EP called Stay Teenage, produced by Chris Robinson of the Black Crows. It's actually a really interesting story, and you can hear that starting right now on rock102.com. Brought to you by ZM Home Buyers. Find them online at ZNMHomes.com and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, you know, we're getting criticized by the uh, former mayor of West Springfield, uh, Ed Sullivan, who says, uh, you know, you guys used to talk about. Uh, you know, adults, maybe sexual things, and now here you are talking about medication. Did you call me grandpa? Is that what you prefer us yeah. to talk about, uh, uh, yeah. grandpa? And he goes, what's next week's show about Medicare? <laughs> well, actually, which one are you talking about, part A or part B? Yeah. Because I, uh, there's two different kinds. Yeah, and, and, uh, and you know, when exactly am I supposed to apply for that? Hey, maybe we could, we could, we could combine the two, Medicare and sex. Yeah, right. Yeah. Again, we could talk about elderly sex. Hey, why not? Yeah, I know. Listen. Hey, uh, listen. You go on those porn sites. There's a whole genre of that stuff. Some of the uh, the biggest growth of uh, socially transmitted diseases are with the, in the elderly population. In the granny tube. <laughs> Gilfs. Gilf. Yeah. All right. I believe that's yeah, what they granny. call it. Yeah. We got news next to Rock 102. 732. Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The uh, Mass Department of Environmental Protection and the Environmental Protection Agency have issued an air quality alert for New England, including Western Massachusetts. You know how you know how what the alert is? You just listen to my voice. You sound a little uh, nasally, nasally, and a little uh, a little uh, phlegmy. A little uh, phlegmy. The humidity doesn't help. I already have allergies to begin with. And then, uh, and then this uh, stuff happens, and then it's just a big mess. Oh, I know. The air quality alert is effective beginning, uh, well, it already started at midnight and goes through midnight tonight. Smoke is expected to impact air quality in Berkshire, Franklin, Hampshire, Hamden, and Worcester counties. Good thing that's nowhere near us. 
No, but it surrounds us. Oh, right. No, we're, we're in one of the counties. Due to the wildfires in Canada, air quality forecasters are predicting elevated concentrations of air, fine particle air pollution, which can impact persons with respiratory diseases, the elderly and young children, or people with compromised health issues. Persons who are working or exercising outside should also take precautions. You know, uh, not for nothing, but I would think that uh, since we were dealing with this just a couple of weeks ago, that most of us would remember all of that. Uh, yeah, people need to be reminded, though. Yeah, they I know. They forget but, very quickly when something moves out of the area. But if you tell me that more Canadian uh, smoke is coming down, uh, coming down our way, then I'm going to be prepared for it since I've already had to endure it like the rest of us it's a good thing we didn't have this at the uh, bunk and smoke yeah right it would have been a combined cigar cloud uh on top of the uh the uh, the wildfire smoke that wouldn't have been good yeah you're right uh the ludlow police and fire departments were called the two separate motor vehicle accidents that happened tuesday night and early wednesday morning the first one occurred on center street after multiple 911 calls around 11:22 p.m fire and police found a gray sedan on its roof Two persons had been in the car, and one was removed by bystanders before first responders arrived. One person had serious injuries. Both were taken to a hospital for local treatment. The second accident happened around 4 a.m. Police and fire were called to a west called to West Street for a tractor-trailer truck that drove off the westbound side of the Mass Turnpike and onto West Street. The driver was taken to the hospital for injuries. See, we didn't hear about this until late yesterday morning. The Apparently, the Ludlow police called upstairs and uh, gave us the information about it. Yeah. And uh, it sounded like it had just happened. What what it probably was was the continued closure of a road that would probably be closed for most of the day. Yeah. Well, at least we got to mention it. Because uh, to be honest, I was kind of surprised that it didn't read anything more about that Well, yeah, later I, in the day. Yeah, I didn't even see it as a headline on uh, 22, and usually... Uh, they love sending those crew members out there to tell you what they saw. Oh, my God. There was a tractor trailer. And it was like hanging from the guardrail, and Spider-Man came along, and he put his web up, and he spotted out of the air. Oh, wait a minute. No, I went to Regal Cinemas yesterday. I was going to say, yeah. Spider-Man and Ludlow? I don't think so. Well, he went to the movies. That's what we saw. Yeah. Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> the Department of Environmental Protection assisted as the tractor trailer leaked an estimated 50 gallons of diesel fuel and 8 gallons of engine oil as a result of the crash. That's why the police called here to tell right. us that the road was closed. The problem is we get information from upstairs. It's the telephone gang. Somebody says something to somebody, and then yeah. that person uh, changes it just slightly because they couldn't remember everything they said, and then uh, maybe either adds to it or subtracts to it. Yeah, and, then all and, of a sudden, and by the end of it, you know, then all of a sudden it becomes like the worst natural disaster of, uh, of mankind. Well, when, in fact, it's, it's really not it's a bad day, but it's not, uh, not quite that level. Uh, in an attempt to evade capture by police, a fleeing suspect made a dramatic escape into the North Adams flood control system on Wednesday afternoon. The incident unfolded at approximately 1.26 p.m. Uh, Wednesday when a vigilant officer from the North Adams uh, Police Department conducted a routine motor vehicle stop near the corner of Mar- near the corner market on Holden Street. As the vehicle stopped, the male suspect fled on foot, prompting the officer to alert dispatch and mobilize all available units. The pursuing officer managed to identify the individual who was later revealed to be wanted on three active warrants. The situation took an unexpected turn when the officer witnessed the suspect leap over a fence and disappear into the depths of a concrete flood system. 
estimated to be a staggering 15 to 18 feet below ground level. Ooh. Witnesses reported seeing the man enter a pipe large enough to accommodate a person, promptly responding to the call for assistance. Command staff from the North, Amp- North Adams Police Department, North Adams Fire, uh, Public Works, and even uh, Mayor Jennifer McMaxey uh, converged on the scene. Collaboratively, they devised a meticulous plan to search for the elusive individual and potentially carry out a rescue operation if necessary. Like the mayor of North Adams. I'm here, guys. <laughs> I'm here to help. What can we do? You need anything? Yeah, go get your bathing suit on. <laughs> get a couple of those life yeah. jackets. You're going swimming. You know, this happened in Springfield. You know, you know um, Dom, Dom Sarno would blow into one end of those uh, of that pipe, yeah. and that kid would shoot right yeah, out. Shoot right out this side, like Augustus Gloop going through the chocolate pipe. <laughs> Boom! Right up there. And the Oompa Loompas would yeah. start to sing. Uh, Oompa Loompa Doopa Dee Doop. Uh, first... <laughs> For hours, first responders braved the challenging conditions posed by the water levels and strong currents within the flood control system. However, despite their exhaustive efforts, the suspect remained untraceable. While the suspect's identity was known to us, our primary responsibility as first responders to ensure the preservation of human life, emphasized the spokesperson from the North Adams Police. We could not abandon our mission until we could be certain that the individual was safe and not in need of assistance due to the water levels or currents. Ultimately, it was discovered that the man had successfully emerged from the flood control system on their own accord and was confirmed to be in safe condition. Accordingly, the emergency services uh, concluded their operation. The North Adam Police. So, did they catch the guy? I don't know. Sounds like it. Yeah, but what is his name? Why? Why don't they release his name and who he is and why he thought that was a good idea to play um, Doctor Kimball from? Uh, <laughs> The fugitive. Right. The one-armed man. Yeah. Yeah, like this guy is uh, Harrison Ford and shackles uh, on the arrest warrants, and he's like, I didn't I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> and then this guy is the Tommy Lee Jones going, I don't care. And then this guy just jumps into the floodgates, and that's it. <laughs> what do you get in a high-speed car chase? <laughs> you got more? I don't. I haven't oh, figured it out yet. Right. Uh uh, you know what? I'm working on it. My entire computer just froze up. Ah, oh, that's all right. Just make stuff up. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. How about a marijuana grow house in Chicopee? No, this is real. Uh, numerous police cars could be seen on Royal Street in uh, Chicopee yesterday morning. According to state police spokesperson Dave Procopio, a search warrant was executed at the home for an investigation into a marijuana grow house. No one has been arrested at this time, and the search warrant was for evidence recovery only. The 22 News crew could see a Chicopee police vehicle blocking Royal Street and police tape around one of the homes. Several state police could be seen on the road as well as a group of officials wearing hazmat suits. Oh, my God. It was crazy. <laughs> how many uh, how many plants are we talking about in this uh, grow facility? Uh, I haven't seen any, uh, any number, but uh, there was uh, quite a few uh, law enforcement uh, members out there uh, converging on this home. Could be a good one. You know, I told you. I mean, I know uh, some folks that uh, do this at home, uh, and, you know, they've got the maximum 12 plants. Yeah. You can yield a lot of weed off of 12 plants. You like absolutely Like an awful can. lot of weed. Well, I know you can get probably, like, I think maybe an ounce or two from, like, one plant. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what I or saw. maybe even more. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a lot more than that. Um. I don't know. We'll have to talk to a marijuana grow expert. Let's talk to this guy in Chicopee. Yeah, I think he probably uh, Hey, what are you doing for an illegal? Well, the he's like, well, I went to the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. And, uh, 
And, I actually, and that really helped. I missed a couple of classes, and here we are. <laughs> but I had everything right. I, I was, I was stealing off the neighbor's electricity, like he said. I was, you know, doing all the things that uh, I was, I was doing to not get caught. But I missed those classes on, uh, yep, you know. Closing the windows so the wife of marijuana smoke doesn't go into the neighbor's yard anymore. Miss a day, miss a lot at the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. That's true, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, people are going nuts over this Costco card sharing thing. Apparently, in West Springfield, they've already started doing this. Yeah. Clamping down on it. Now, have you heard of anybody getting any confrontations yet? Not I haven't I'm I haven't heard of anything. That's not to say it hasn't happened. Is it is it only for the gas, or is it are they doing it for the? So, they check your card anyway when you well, walk in I the don't, door. I don't think they have the gas in West Springfield, do they? Yeah, they do. They do now. Yeah, they, oh, that, they've okay. had it for a couple of years now. Um, I usually find myself in Enfield, frankly. Well, because you're closer to that side. Right. If you were on the other side of the river, you'd be going there. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if anybody's uh, had any confrontation with anybody. It, that kind of makes me mad. You pay all that money for a membership. You walk in the door. They, they're they supposed to check it there. Right. What's the difference if you're walking out? Well, it's like we said you know, yeah. the other day. It's like It's not like Costco is losing money. Because even in the worst case scenario, if someone's borrowing a card, yeah, they're still buying hundreds of dollars worth of stuff from the store. And there's not that many people borrowing cards. For, I can't imagine there's that many. No. No. More people are sharing Netflix accounts than are borrowing cards at a Costco. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they say people are extremely upset about this. I don't know if I'd get extremely upset about it. I'd, I would just say, this is very annoying. Why are you harassing me after all this time I've been coming here yeah. doing this without anybody checking my uh, my ID? Well, I don't know if the protocols are different because they're trying to avoid shared cards. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they do to people who are there legitimately with their own cards mm -hmm. and whether they're feeling like they're, you know, they're being encroached or inconvenienced by these new rules. Apparently, they're checking cards at the self-checkout. Oh, well, all right. I guess I maybe I can see that, but. But why have the person at the front door then? You see, but that, they they don't check the card. They just check that you have a card. Any idiot could walk in there with a Costco card. Well, maybe they should start doing that, checking to see if your face matches as soon as you walk in the door. You know why they're not going to do that? Because that would cause pandemonium. Yeah, and you might have to raise the price of that dollar right. twenty-five hot dog okay. or those five-dollar rotisserie chickens to do it. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 86. It's 61 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Phil, store director at Table and Vi Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 751, and Stevie Nicks with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 86. It's 61 right now in downtown Springfield. Yo, I wouldn't let that low quality, uh, low air quality thing get in the way of a good round of golf. No, God no, uh, especially if you got to walk the course. Oh, yeah, that's the, that's the perfect weather for yeah. that, perfect conditions. Uh, the Rock 102 Golf Club is back, brought to you by Swing Oil Beer. You can get 11 rounds of golf, some of the area's great courses like Wyckoff and Brattleboro, Northampton, Keeney Park, a bunch of others for only 125 bucks. You pay less than $12 a round. Some places they'll charge you 125 bucks to even just look at their golf course. Blasphemous. And, and not even get a cart. 
But uh, you can get one for you, for a friend. They're kind of inexpensive. The Rock 102 Golf Club, brought to you by Swing Oil Beer, available for a very limited time. So don't wait. Get yours today at rock102.com. Uh, you ready? I am. All right. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. Oh, man, what a great day for the Yankees, huh? New York Yankees pitcher, uh, I suppose. Domingo Herman threw a rare per uh, perfect game last night against the Oakland A's. 27 up, 27 down. Here's the historic last out. Grounded to third. Donaldson has it. There it is. Perfection for Domingo Herman. Domingo Herman has thrown the 24th perfect game in baseball history. How about that? Done by a New York Yankee. How about that? Yeah, against the yeah. Oakland A's, the worst team in baseball. Hey, team you know, that's only won 10 games at home listen, all season long. 27 up, 27 down. Doesn't matter how you get there, Bax, you got there. I'm sure the dozens of people in the stands at uh, in, in the Oakland Coliseum were thrilled to watch this happen. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure they were. It's the, always the fives of people that spent money on tickets. Doesn't it always uh, stink sometimes that uh, these major uh, events happen on the away side. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been so much better if you uh, like uh, he accomplished that at home? That like, would have that there would have been pandemonium if it, that were the case. It would have been. But if you uh, accomplish that in Oakland, it's like a tree falling in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's that? Did something just happen? Yeah. Did somebody do something cool? We've never seen anything cool. Yeah, we were already walking to our car by that point. <laughs> Prior to the uh, Chicago Blackhawks getting the first pick in the NHL draft last night, a hockey podcaster was out on the street in Nashville asking about people's knowledge about the sport, but it was the podcaster who should be tested because he had no idea that he was talking to the GM of the Blackhawks, Kyle Davidson. Here's how that went down. What's your name and where are you from? Uh, Kyle from Chicago. From Chicago? Yeah. Have you ever been to Nashville before? Uh, a couple times, yeah. For a Blackhawks team? Uh, yeah. All right, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much would you say you know about hockey? Probably like, I didn't play professionally or anything, so probably like a 4. Oh, wow, okay. So fan of the sport, I don't know. Some people say I don't know that much, so. Okay. Most of the uh, 2010 or 2013 Chicago Blackhawks, were you watching that team? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Do you think that the league rigged the draft in favor of the Chicago Blackhawks? No. Pretty confident. I'm very confident. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah, you might want to know who you're talking to before you start interviewing them. All right. Would you be able to identify the general manager of the Blackhawks? I don't know. If I was maybe I was a super huge hockey fan and was going to interview people, I would like to think that I would try to uh, figure out who it was before I said something to him. I'm just being critical. Yeah, I know. I, I, this is my job. I have to. <laughs> I have to make fun of people. Uh, there's a new trend with Gen Z where they're capturing themselves quitting their job and then posting the videos on social media because why not? <laughs> Here's one uh, posted at Durbin uh, Malone's TikTok where she quit her social media job. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. Or not. I can't say it. I don't know how to say it. I know. I knew it was coming when you I'm, said that. I'm going to cry. <laughs> it's, look, if it's what you feel like you need to do, then I totally get it. We will be so sad and we'll miss you. But I'm excited for you and you'll do awesome. Oh, my God. This will be great for your resume when uh, other employers search quitter video in your name and then it pops up. 
How do you expect something like this to go viral? The fact that we're talking about is ridiculous to me. And here's why. If you want to really get a good viral video of you quitting a job, do it with great indignation. Do it with bitterness and hostility. Go out in a blaze of glory. Quit and be angry about it. That seemed too nice. Way too nice. I want I thought I was going to hear, uh, you know, listen, I'm sick of you, and I'm sick of Becky, and I'm sick of everybody else in this stupid workplace, and I'm leaving. Kruger, I hear your company stinks. <laughs> you couldn't smooth a silk, silk sheet, sheet with, with a, a hot, hot babe. babe if it... I lost, lost my train of thought. Now that's the way to go out. Yeah. yeah. You just go out with a bang. With insults and, and harshly uh, worded uh, epithets. Uh, this couple at a hotel is asking the clerk to give them a refund because they found boogers and blood on the wall of their room. Did we not just complain I'm to you about this? I'm not even going to discuss you with you anything What do you right mean now? you're not going to? We, you, we are clients. What, what are you talking about? We just booked the room and we're telling you that there's no, blood on the we wall. Are, we've been complaining since we got room. here. There's blood right. in the room and you're not minute. doing anything look, look, about it. Chill, babe, chill. We've documented this already. Okay. And you just acknowledge that. So you, you're acknowledging you just came up to, up to our room and cleaned boogers off our wall, right? I don't know whether or not they were boogers or not. Or, or I don't even know if they, they were, were boogers and blood. Sir. Okay. Right? Sir. Is that right? Boogers or your blood. Sir, 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 sir. This is an Applebee's, okay? <laughs> Calm down. Those are the kinds of substances yeah. you expect when you walk in here. Yeah, uh, that would be uh, pretty gross. But I bet you that stuff was on the wall at that hotel next to Mingles for years. <laughs> the Night's Inn or whatever the hell it yeah, was called. Yeah, and that was the least disgusting things in those rooms. That's what I'm getting at. Ta-da! <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a fine finish. Right? <laughs> uh, and that is now here this at 758 with Bax and Nagel. Uh- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811 and Queen with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Sunny and 81 today. Tomorrow, sunny and 86. It's uh, 61 right now in downtown Springfield. You ever, uh, I was thinking about, uh, uh, I, I was actually out uh, last week and I'm in a store and I'm standing next to a guy and he's got really bad breath. Oh, you ever, yeah. You ever run into people like that? Yes, and I have. I feel bad for them because I, I don't like. Do they know that they smell like that? Do they? It's well, like you ever it's some that? kind of like gingivitis or yeah. whatever it is. You ever hear that expression like uh, a skunk never smells its own scent? Yeah, I think that happens with with people. Like you know, you don't always you don't always realize what's coming off of you. Like a smoker doesn't realize they smell like smoke all the time because they're so used to it. There, yeah, because your senses right. kind of get to, you know, you get conditioned to, to smell that smell, and it's, right. it, it disappears. I remember uh, we did like a work release uh, many years ago in Palmer. Oh, which is lovely a, town. It's, it's, a, it's lovely country out there, yeah. and some of the cleanest people I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, uh, for whatever reason, and I don't want to say the business, but... Uh, was not the highest uh, classiest place in Palmer. Um, there was an individual who was there whose breath was so bad, so rancid, yeah. so disgustingly putrid that I could smell it from 12 to 16 feet away. Yeah. Now I, imagine that. Ima- imagine something coming off of you so bad that people can smell it a dozen feet away. <laughs> And it was unbelievable how uh, he just wanted to talk, and I couldn't back up yeah. faster. That's one of my biggest fears: is to like smell bad 
I'm to totally, somebody. I am totally paranoid. I always carry deodorant mm-hmm. or uh, something. I'm always taking showers. I'm always trying to stay clean. Uh, it's a it's it's a battle. I have uh, I have this unusual, perhaps even uh, obsessive compulsion about bad breath. Yeah, like, I don't want to have bad breath. Yeah, it's like one of them real bugaboos, like uh, bear traps or uh, having sex with old ladies. I just you know I need fresh minty breath at all times. You need. I'm sorry. Back up. Beep beep beep. The sex with old ladies. Yeah, well, it was one of my big bugaboos. Oh, oh. Yeah, bear traps and, and sex with old ladies. I know. I just, I get hung up on things like that. No, I understand. All right, we keep, keep keep going. So, I mean, you know, you know me. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm usually no, no more than just a few steps away from like a breath mint. Yeah. Or, uh, or some sort of uh, thing like that. Well, you're my gum guy. You know, or you're, you're, you were my mint guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any on me like right now. No, but you used to, you used to pass out those Listerine strips like we were dropping acid down at the Mayflower Marathon. Yeah, you'd had them all day long, and I'm like, give me another hit of that, because once you get one, oh then yeah, all of it, like at first it burns, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh man, I could eat a whole box of those things because it totally clears up your sinuses yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. what has it got eucalyptus in it too? I, it might, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm notorious for having those kinds of things. Well, you gotta have mints. Yeah, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a kind of guy that necessarily has like a lot of underarm odor. Mm-hmm. Because I really, I really slap it on. You know what I got to bring in here? I bu- I got them at Bucky's, uh, the big truck stop. Bucky's. Um, <laughs> forget the mouse, but you can get the beaver. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they had mints. They have all kinds of mints. It's like, you know, uh, breath mints, uh, after dinner mints, you know, right. all kinds of different flavors and stuff. And they have these ones that are orange, but they taste like, uh, remember the baby aspirin? I sure do. Yeah. yeah. Remember how good that used to taste? Did kind of taste good. It pretty did, good. Did. Yeah. Th- that's what these taste like exactly. And it's like you can eat a whole box of them because it's not aspirin. It just tastes like it. It just tastes like it. Yeah. What uh, happens if you need like a baby aspirin because you got like a heart condition? Well, then you have to have the uh, baby aspirin on hand. I just don't uh, want to confuse sure. the two. Well, I. <laughs> That's only in your house with the morning, noon, and eve uh, pill blocks yeah, right. that we were talking about last hour. But uh, yeah, they, they're really good. They, you ever have those things? What, what tasted good to you as a kid that probably shouldn't have? Like baby aspirin tasted a little too good. I think uh, I think there were a lot of candies back when I was a kid that I thought, oh, these are so fantastic. And now yeah. I'm like, oh god, they're so it's like too sweet. Like you know, candies, sugared cereals. Yeah. I mean, I used to eat sugared cereals every single day of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And t- to the point where it was maybe not healthy for me to be walking around like with, with that much sugar, you know, coursing through my system. Well, they had so many options. You had the oh. uh, the booberry, the count. Uh, yeah. Count chocolate. Frankenberry. Frankenberry. And uh, what was the other one? The fruit one? brute was the fourth one. It was not nearly as popular. It tasted a little bit like uh, Fruit Loops. What kind of monster was that? A werewolf. The fruit brute. The fruit brute. I think the word brute uh, just reminds me of the smell of that crappy cologne. Uh, too. Brute by Fabergé. Talking about people who smell bad. Yeah, I know. You know, people <clears> who <throat> wear... Uh, that and Stetson. Remember the people who used to wear... My brother used to wear Stetson all the time. He thought that was uh, thought that was going to bring well, all the know, ladies. Yeah, and how'd that work? That didn't really work out that well. Yeah, yeah, because most women can't stand the smell of Stetson. Or brute. Or brute. Or... Polo. British sterling. Yeah, the problem with polo... 
Here's the problem. Polo actually smells terrific. The problem is, for a while, everybody was smelling like Polo. Because that, like, like the, that was like the first scent that people had in the 80s that everybody <laughs> went to, you know, ballistic for. But yeah. at, at some point, everyone smelled like Polo, and, and it just became repulsive. Do you notice the casino in, in Springfield smells like a cologne when you walk in there? It's kind of yeah, like they a, do kind of. It's like a perfumey kind of smell. Yeah, that's. I bet you that's one of them like marketing things. I bet you there's some science behind that. Too. Yeah, it makes you want to spend money. Well, well, but they say like different scents can make you want to do different things. Yeah, it could very well make you want to spend money. Maybe you feel like you're all bougie. Yeah, smelling perfume everywhere. But if a dude's walking around with you know amazing body odor, yeah, which by the way you will also find at any casino in America. Uh, just you know, just based on the numbers, right? Um, when you've got that going on, the problem, yeah. You see, this is the problem. Do you tell somebody that they stink? Do you, you see do, that? Do you, do you go to their face and say, "Hey, buddy, I don't know you're aware of this, that, but you smell awful." That's what I'm getting at. If, let's say you're sitting down having a meal with a friend, right? Yeah. Now, if you got a piece of like food on your mouth. A good friend will tell you, "Hey, man, you got a little, you know, uh, whatever there, schmutz on the side of your uh, yeah. on the side of your mouth," and then they wipe it off, and you say thank you because you don't want to be walking around like that. The jerk friend would let you walk around like that. Okay. See, I would, I would do it even more subtly. I, I, I will lock eyes with you, and I'll go like, huh. I don't even say yeah. anything. I just like, I'll wipe my, I'll wipe the same right, area that but, you're that's infecting you. But you're letting somebody know. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It, do these. Folks just not have people in their lives that say, hey, man, uh, have a Listerine strip or 10. I think people are afraid that if you tell someone, dude, you you are you smell like 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 barnyard waste. If you tell somebody that I think they're afraid to offend. But if someone told me, dude, you stink. Well, I would probably say why. Why, thank you very much. Let me go take care of that. Yeah. Toot sweet. Oh, thank you. I smell. I yeah. Gotta, I got to leave. Yeah. But 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 I don't, you know, not everybody has the, the nerve or the, the social grace to do it in a way that would not be offensive or insulting. Did you ever do that? Walk up to a stranger and go, you smell this? <laughs> Just pull out your shirt a little bit. Do I, does this smell like B.O.? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, could, could you? I know this. I know we've just met, uh, and you really don't know me that well, but could you put your face right into my armpit right now just yeah. to make sure? Because I just want to be sure. Just, just you because know, I'm a little, yeah. a little on the fence. You're right. People aren't confrontational. We need to be more confrontational. It would make the world a better place. It's not even confrontational. Just yeah. honest. It's honesty, yeah, really. Because I was I was in a situation not too long ago where uh, you know I kind of knew the person, but I was I didn't want to say anything mm-hmm. like, because you could smell that like. Uh, you could smell the day, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, um, well, you know, we used to have, uh, not a few years ago, a guy that worked here. Yeah. That was like one of these natural product type of guys, real nature yeah, type yeah. of thing. And he didn't wear, like, you know, like deodorant, like you and me. Yeah. He had, I don't know if he just felt like his, uh, his body chemistry didn't require it or his diet, you know, set him in the, on the right path to smell, uh, earthy. But, um, I don't think anybody here ever told him, dude, you're 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 killing me over here with that stank. Yeah, I don't think anybody confronted him either. But I think it had less to do with the idea of insulting him and more to do with the fact that nobody really wanted to talk to him in the first place. <laughs> and you know what? They still don't. <laughs>
It's 821 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 829 in Motley Crue with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brand will give you the uh, the forecast. I went to, uh, I stopped, I was out with the kids yesterday afternoon. Okay. And I uh, had to stop at a McDonald's uh, to get them something to eat because we, you know, we were out and all that stuff. Yeah. Because they wanted the Grimace Happy Meal, right? Sure. Oh, let's get that Grimace Happy Meal everybody keeps talking about. It's supposed to be spe- celebrating Grimace's birthday, and it comes with this shake that's like purple. Well, I pull up to the uh, the drive-thru, and I ask for the Grimace Birthday Happy Meal, and I was uh, met with, uh, no, we don't. And even if we did, we don't have the purple shake. Like, it was kind of like... What's with the attitude? I don't know, McCarran. What's going on? What are you doing? I'll tell you Why what. Why are you getting upset? If Ronald knew that this is the kind of uh, attitude they were getting, yeah. he'd have something to say about That's it. That's not a smile. He uh, he wants to see a smile on your face, a big That's clown right. smile. Uh, I don't know why. So then, uh, anyway, I ordered something else, and uh, that was the end of the attitude. And then I read this story this morning about these TikTok challenge with the um, – the Grimace Happy Meal TikTok challenge. That's probably why the lady got upset at me. Because all these people are probably coming and they ran out of whatever they have. Right. So there, she, every person is probably coming up to the the window going, can I have the Grimace Happy Meal? And then finally, I'm the one, I'm like the 50th person who asks and I get the snap back. Well, I mean, you know, the, the, the customer is always right. I mean, if you're asking for something they can't provide, that's one thing. But if you're going to cop a man-sized attitude on the customer, well, that's something completely different. Well, someone should it, someone should contact Mayor McCheese to make sure this kind of thing never happens again. A simple no would have been, like, we don't, we're out. You know, like, that's it. Yes, you're right that's about that. That's all you would have needed to say. I but your kids were not able to have the Grimace shake? No. It's too but, bad. But the, ch- the TikTok challenge is people grabbing the TikTok shake and then convulsing all over the place. So they are, in fact, having... A grimace shake. Yeah, like they're like they're drinking the grimace shake. And uh, what we, you and I just heard off the air was a guy explaining that it's not so much as a grimace, uh, you know, because they're they're saying that the milk comes from grimace. That's yeah. why he's upset, and that's why you have convulsions, and that's when he comes to you know snatch your body up. Right. It's really more about uh, a, a comparison to uh, I think it was called purple drink was the name of the drink that uh, like these hip hop guys drink. And it's like mixed with some kind of medicine and oh um, yes. and grape juice and yeah and, yeah because it uh, the uh, I don't know if it was like a, like Robitussin or you know, yeah something it's, like, it's that. like cough yeah it's cough syrup and grape juice or something together which sounds awful Delicious. I don't know about that you know cough medicine is pretty awful um, but uh, but yeah yeah that's that's kind of huh I I had no idea you had no idea you about this TikTok challenge. Yeah, I usually follow all the TikTok challenges if, uh, you know, because I want to pick and choose which ones I want to participate in. This would not be one of them. Well, apparently that purple drink stuff can make you convulse and spit out the juice all over a bed sheet like they showed in the picture on this video. Which is a waste when you consider what does a Happy Meal cost these days? Oh, oh, purple scissorp. That's what it's called. Scissorp. Purple scissorp. How much does a Happy Meal cost now? I don't know. I think it was like six bucks, maybe. (sighs) Wow, six bucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't remember. I was more concerned about the uh, the price of the attitude I was getting, which yeah. was absolutely free, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but priceless in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, well, McDonald's is offering free things. What is it? Attitude? Well, at least it's something. News is next to Rock 102. 8.36 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thank you, Bax. And in town, time for an important public service message. Uh, this uh, saying, don't spread human ashes at the Bridge of Flowers anymore. Just stop it. Ashes from human and pet remains have been spread at the Bridge of Flowers, a scenic footbridge in Shelburne Falls, causing unhygienic conditions and killing flowers, according to the Bridge of Flowers Committee. The Bridge of Flowers is a popular and scenic walk which connects two towns of Shelburne and Buckland. Along the sides of the bridge are flower beds, which are maintained by two gardeners and a volunteer group called the B- Blossom Brigade. Oh, all right. Yeah, I've heard of things like that. We should get the uh, the head of the Blossom Brigade on. Brigade. What I say? You said brigade. Yeah, you, yeah, you butchered. Blossom it. brigade. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, we get them on. The ongoing issue has been happening for years since people are so fond of the Bridge of Flowers. So when a loved one dies, people come to spread the ashes in and around the flowers. Said Carol Angus, uh, co-chair of the Bridge of Flowers committee. Mm. So since the ashes contain alkaline and salts, the leaves and then the roots of the flowers are killed, according to a Facebook post. The policy by committee was put in place a couple of years ago to discourage people from spreading ashes at the bridge. However, Angus said gardeners still have found remains in the flowers. Well, you know, I mean, some people have these uh, last wishes of of thinking that your ashes could be spread anywhere. But, you know, uh, you got to think of this realistically. How many people have said, I want my ashes spread on Fenway Park right by uh, right by the green monster? You can't do it. You can't do that. Yeah. Uh, and, and it takes a, a, an enormous amount of coordination from your, from the people you leave behind to spread ashes like that. You know where I want my ashes? Where? I like them spread on the parking lot of the Basketball Hall of Fame. Why is that? Just because that'll be my final resting place. Oh, really? Yeah. Like that's the only way I'll probably ever get back there. <laughs> my, my, mine will. I want mine spread on the headquarters of Applebee's just so I can haunt them in the afterlife. As oh, well. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, scare the living crap out of them. Just like they scared the living crap out of me with any number of their dishes. That yeah, you should have your ashes uh, put in like a, an Applebee's to-go box. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. That, that would be your nice urn. To-go uh, curbside delivery. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Um... Yeah, people who spread ashes, it's like, like you're right. They don't think think it the whole thing through. I mean, I hope you know when the you know if I'm ever in a situation where I have to spread ashes again, that it's not on me to do all the coordination to spread something on a very difficult place. You know, something that requires like planning and expense. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. With the with the kids, I took uh, little bits of my wife. And uh, you know, did ceremonial uh, things, you know, like sure. uh, uh, around around a tree or whatever. Not like, you know, let's dump the whole thing out, right? Because you can't piece that back together. It's very difficult. No, you can't. Very difficult. Well, if only you could. But uh, but 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 I used to joke like, uh, which part do you think we got? I got your nose. You know, that's cute. And that's cute. Kids love that kind of thing, especially when they're in mourning. Yeah, but they, but they do. That's my yeah, point. I know. They, they think it's funny. It's, of course, it is funny. Because like, what else are you gonna do? You might as well laugh about it. It's kind of like making submarine jokes last week. Well, those are crass and uh, insensitive.
Well, how can but you sink left. so low, right? Yeah, but left. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, numerous police could be seen on Royal Street in Chicopee Wednesday morning. According to State Police Spokesperson Dave Procopio, a search warrant was executed at the home for an investigation into a marijuana grow house. No one has been arrested at this time, and the search warrant was for evidence recovery only. Okay, but do you think an arrest is coming? Probably. The 22 News crew could see a Chicopee police vehicle blocking Royal Street and police tape around the homes. It was crazy. <laughs> Several state police could be seen on the road as well as a group of officials wearing hazmat suits. A uh, spokesperson uh, from the Chicopee police said uh, the state police is leading the investigation. 22 is covering this story and will provide uh, an update as soon as information becomes available. No, they won't. No, they won't. Yeah. But uh, I, I knew a guy years ago who would buy lots of weed, right? Sure. Smoked Tons and tons of weed. And uh, one day, he goes over to his uh, supplier's house, and he didn't have any weed on him because he was going to the supplier's house to get the weed. Uh, but he did not know that he was walking into a search uh, of the man's home being done by uh, investigators. Oh. I guess he came in through the back or something, yeah. and then he was, like, held there for hours. They couldn't do anything to him because he didn't have anything on him. They were just saying, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm just uh, buying weed. No, I don't think he said that. I think he said, I'm just coming here to see my friend. And, of course, they weren't buying that. Yeah. So uh, they had, they held him for, for quite some time. I'm just, I'm just here to sell solar panels. See, weed makes you do stupid stuff like that. Yeah, I know. Like it not, you're not cognitively aware of what's, of what's going on. You're, uh, what do they call that? Uh, Awareness, situational, situational awareness, awareness yeah, uh, goes right out the window. Well, I mean, you know, here's a here's a guy. I assume like a customer, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, huge stoner. He's there at like the worst possible time. Yeah, you know, he's not getting it. You know, he's not getting any weed. He's just going to get nothing but uh, hassle from the man. Really, you got to think in your toes. You know, even a sober person may not be able to think on their toes in that situation. Yeah, probably not. I I would I would tremble in fear. But uh, I just uh, it was so this guy that that would happen to, because he was so like he was so out of it most of the time anyway from all the weed that he smoked. Right. Were like there are police vehicles around this place? I think there were, and I think there you know he like just started approaching the house without paying attention to other. Th- he didn't even get in the house. He was just like in the yeah. yard, and then uh, you know somebody approached him and go, "Hey, what the hell are you doing here? Oh, I'm coming to see my friend." Yeah, because because you know if yeah. if it were if it were me, and, and not that I have great situational awareness either, but if it were me and I needed to go into a house to do something that was largely illegal, and the neighborhood was surrounded by cops yeah i'd come back you probably at a later time but again marijuana makes you do stupid things like that like not realize what's going on the uh surprisingly organized trend of thieves stealing catalytic converters is still ravaging the country but there may be a new hot ticket side view mirrors thieves in virginia have been stealing side view mirrors from cars on the street and not the whole mirror with the cover in the frame just the glass itself uh, which is being carefully removed from the assembly. It's unclear what the motive is. Some people speculate that there's a market for them on the black market for car parts, but the but but unlike catalytic converters, mirrors aren't worth very much, and there are different sizes for many makes and models. Also, the thieves have taken mirrors from both sides, but it seems like they prefer the ones from the driver's side for some reason. Police are still investigating, but as far as we know, uh, no one has been caught yet. 
That's a weird. stupid thing to steal. Well, they say a bunch of cars. They don't say how many cars. What if it was like a one-time thing? Like that, uh, well, then you, that wouldn't be a news story. Right. Yeah, it would oh have to be like yeah, a good you know, five to ten of these things where you say, hey, I think there's a pattern. Why are they stealing these things? What are they doing with these mirrors? Yeah, what the hell would you do with just mirrors? There's only one thing. There's two things to do in on a mirror. One is to look at it, and the other one is to cut lines on it. Oh, yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, yeah here's, yeah. Who wanted a Hyundai line cutter? Well, you know, uh, if it's a Hyundai, then those uh, those mirrors are guaranteed with a ten year, one hundred thousand dollar warranty. Yeah, and this uh, this one came off a of Bentley. You like those too? <laughs> don't you want to feel like a rich guy by doing coke off a mirror of a Lamborghini? Yeah. Well, I yeah. don't even know if the I don't even know if if the logo is printed on the mirror. Well, objects in mirror uh, are smaller than they appear. Smaller than they appear. You know, when you snorting the lines. Might, might think the line is a little bit bigger. Well, it's a huge line of Coke. Actually, no, it's very tiny. It's yeah. just because of the mirror that you're seeing the illusion that it's much bigger. But really, what yeah. else can you do with a mirror? Oh, mm. you can also yeah, you can also you know burn bugs by uh, shining it at the at the sun. Did you ever do that? Uh, yeah, no, I did that. I did that with a magnifying glass. Did it with a magnifying did, glass, yeah. but also a mirror where I was able to uh, you know burn a bug to death. Very uh, sadistic. Oh, terribly. I but, felt bad about it. But so fun when you were a kid. Oh, I thought it was like the coolest thing, and then then all of a sudden, somewhere I gained a conscience. Yeah, yeah, so inconvenient. See, we used to have fun when we were kids. Now they're just doing stupid grimace TikTok challenge on, you know, videos of purple shakes. Right, and that's not nearly as fun. No, your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of eighty one. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of eighty six. It's sixty one right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock one hundred two. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.53 and Allison Chains with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny and a high of 81 today. Tomorrow, uh, sunny and a high of 86. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. The uh, Rock 102 wing thing is back Sunday, August 13th. Uh, brought to you by Aqua Pump and Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. Come spend the afternoon at the beautiful Barney Estate in Forest Park and enjoy wings of all kinds. Boneless, bone-in, tossed, breaded. That's pretty much it. Plus hors d'oeuvres, adult beverages for sale, yard games, live music from Double Dose of Dave. And early bird tickets are on sale right now at rock102.com. They're only 20 bucks. Can you imagine that? 20 bucks for all the wings you can eat. That's pretty darn good. Absolutely. Plus, uh, get at them now because the price will go up on July 10th. So you have uh, a period of time to, to get in early. It's the wing thing, tossed and sauced by Log Rolling Catering, who does a fantastic job. Northeast Organic Life Hydroponics, Sunday, August 13th at the Barney Estate in Forest Park from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, I'm reading a story here about a, uh, a teacher in Italy. Yeah. A teacher in Italy who was sacked for 20 years of absence in 24 years at schools near Venice has vowed to tell her side of the story. About time. Yeah. Uh, Cinzia Polena De Leo was uh, dismissed in uh, 2017 after she reappeared for four months and triggered complaints. Italy's highest court confirmed the dismissal after a legal battle, saying her absences showed a permanent and absolute an ineptitude. Miss DeLeo has uh, condemned the ruling and vowed to reconstruct the truth. The secondary school teacher, who specializes in history and philosophy, said she had documents to prove her story, but told the uh, newspaper, sorry, but now I'm at the beach right now. 
<laughs> I will reconstruct the truth and facts of this absolutely unique and surreal story. I don't answer questions from journalists thrown around that wouldn't do justice to the truth of my story. She was reinstated in 2018 after a ruling by a judge in Venice, but the education ministry appealed the, the, against the decision, and it was reversed by the Supreme Court last week. The ministry argued that the teacher had kept out of the classroom for 20 of her 24 years of service. <laughs> for the first 10 years, she was completely absent, and her absences in other 14 years were attributed to sickness, personal, or family reasons. It sounds like she probably did the kids a... A, a, a favor by not showing up. Yeah, not being there. The court heard that in a four-month period in 2015 when she did teach uh, near Venice, uh, students complained of her lack of preparedness, her failure to bring her textbooks, and her random and improvised way of marking. <laughs> An inspection found she was unprepared and inattentive, and students refused to take part in her class as she was distracted by her phone. How did they not fire her when all these absences were happening? Well, I think she was using, like, medical reasons to, to take time off. They're talking about 20 years cumulatively that she didn't work. You know, <laughs> she she went to work for, like, four months at a time and then yeah. would take eight months off. And you can't fire someone just because they're sick. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 So there you go. That's uh, this whole thing. That's how you play the system, I guess. Yeah, but at some point it catches up to you, and they, they find a reason to, to let you go. Yeah, because... You, you can only run that scam f for so much. Well, 24 years is a pretty know, so much. I know, it's quite you a bit. I mean? Uh, maybe I can start doing that. Hey, big event coming to uh, Southwick on Saturday, July 8th. The Southwick National Pro Motocross Championships are uh, going to be going on at the, at the, at the WIC, and uh, it's a big, big deal. We actually have a pair of tickets to give away right now to the 10th caller at 293-1021. Good luck to you. It's 8.57.